Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. Opening Gmail. My name is Mark. That voice narrating everything he does is Miles. Hello, Miles. Gmail open. We're also joined by Jackie. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Uh, and the three of us do this podcast about anime in general, but we will exclusively cover JoJo when JoJo is out again. Whenever so, they animate part seven. When is seven. that going to be? Never. So not exclusively. Who knows? <laughs> but this week we're returning to another, not another, no, we're returning to a classic OVA series. We're going to watch more Legend of the Galactic Heroes. How many podcast episodes of Legend of the Galactic Heroes do we need to do in order to change our name to Legend of the Galactic Heroes? I think our podcast. <laughs> we would we would have to finish the original series like over a hundred episodes, and then do all the side like OVAs. We wouldn't have to watch all of it, I don't think, to overtake JoJo. Mm. We've seen hundreds of JoJo episodes, I think. I don't know. A lot. A lot more than we're going to do. Okay. Uh, but yeah, we'll be talking about episodes 10, 11, and 12 from the original OVA run of Legend of the Galactic Heroes in just a little bit. And this is thanks to Patreon supporter Kasun. Thanks again, Kasun. Um, and yeah, this is half of the first like quote-unquote season of the OVA series. Because it's it's weird. They're not seasons like TV broadcasting. They're, they just sent a bunch of VHSs and laser discs to Japanese people's homes. They're seasons like fall, spring, summer, the rest. No, they're not like that. They're uh, I don't know. They're they're uh, outputs. We're like halfway through the first output of Galactic Heroes OVAs. Um, in the Galactic Heroes news. The reboot series that has been ongoing. I didn't realize they kept making it. Um, which is really interesting. They either do 12 OVA episodes or on other seasons, they're like, we're just going to put out three movies and that counts as 12 episodes. And they'll go into theaters. They're like, yeah, the second season you could go watch in a theater. Um, but they just greenlit a fifth season of the Di Noia Teza series. So I wonder if that means it's going to cover all the same shit or if they're going to go even far beyond. I don't know. Uh, so it's a total, like it starts the story over again? I think so. Teza? I think oh. so. But like the the series that we're watching seems to also sprinkle in side stories. So I guess they could do other side stories. And I think they made, I think there's more books since the original OVA series ended in 96. Or so. Um, in other Galactic Heroes news, I have on my computer, I haven't finished doing it, but I'm installing the 2008 strategy game, Legend of the Galactic Heroes. And Ooh. we'll see if it runs okay. We'll see if I know what the hell is happening because it's in Japanese. What kind of strategy game is it? I have no idea. Oh, okay. I think it's just like one of the most recent games that isn't like a internet gotcha bullshit game. Is it like real time or turn based? I don't know. Just tell me, Mark. Miles, even if it's your flavor of game, it's going to be in Japanese. 
That's true. I don't know how to read. They have a translation Japanese. patch, but apparently it just tells you what everyone's name is, which is like not the most important thing. Like if you if you like the characters and stuff, you should be able to recognize them. Um, but yeah. I'll, I'll see what the patch does. So, uh, but before we get into the specifics of episodes ten through twelve, I need to tell you about our Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash jjbpod, you can support this little anime show for as little as a dollar a month. That gets you access to our Patreon feed, which includes exclusive removed from regular podcast feed audio because it was way too off topic or strange for mainstream audiences. There's also Miles's weekly cultural reference newsletter called Was That a Reference To? And other things we feel like putting up there. For $3 a month, you get those same benefits, but we will also thank you out loud by your name that you choose. And we'll do that in just a bit, because lastly, we have a tier where you can tell us what anime to cover for the show. For a one-month $15 membership, we will watch three episodes of a show you choose. We will make a podcast episode about it. And it may or may not be any good, but you can go to patreon.com slash jjbpod to give it a shot. Roll the dice. Let's say thank you to our Patreon supporters who give us $3 or more a month. So thank you to Colin. Hentai homie. I love Jojo Ubu. Daniel. Dalton. Kasun. Lord Zendar. Jumbo. Katie. Bloof. Kenny. Mirror Man. Tim. Martin. Aquosus. Christian. And Chad. Do you like my new voice? I don't like it. <laughs> you sound like an Invader Zim character, I think. I never watched. Which one? I never really watched it either. I never watched that show. Then I don't know. But I am trying to. Well, before I was trying to go for like a robot, I, mean, I can't keep doing this. <laughs> before, before I was trying to go for a robot, and then uh, it just turned cute. Yeah, it did turn <laughs> cutesy. <laughs> a cute robot. I was trying to go for a robot. I'm not a voice actor, you guys. All right. Again, patreon.com slash jjbpod to hear us mispronounce your name, and we will never correct it. Uh, oh, and by the way, if you have thoughts about the anime we announce that we'll be watching, uh, or thoughts on the stupid shit we said about the anime we watched, you can write to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com, and we'll read that on air, because we don't, we don't have anything better to do. We'll do it. Alright, so Legend of the Galactic Heroes, 10 through 12. We got a really speedy intro going, huh? We just burned through that. Everyone knows what to do. Yeah. yeah, we're good. I'm alert. The listeners don't know this, but normally it takes us like an hour. It's there's a lot. Yeah. Uh, that's is that is we, that accurate? We go yeah. over how the shower we all like took in the morning went. Yeah, we talk about irrelevant shit. Yeah, and then Mark cuts out like I don't know a quarter of it. A quarter, only a quarter of it. Yeah, <laughs> not a lot. Not a lot. We talk a lot about like politics. Yeah. And, um, and I swear I'm going to leave it in. And then I don't. 
Uh, I feel like there was something I was going to say about this fucking anime. So we watched three episodes. Do you guys want to guess which one comes from the side story books? Um, is it Jessica? No, is it? No. The third one? The the middle one. It's the it's the middle one because I've realized that the book Star Crusher. Oh, you're right. It is is the just one. the one where it's nobility acting a fool. With just these rich people yeah. trying to kill each other and being fancy drama queens. This woman was nuts. Yeah, I kind of felt bad for her, ultimately. But we'll get there. Let's talk about episode 10, which I don't have my notes open for. Okay. This 10. is the episode that finally convinced me that war is bad. This oh, is it. You thought war yeah. was good before? You were like, I, let's yeah, been, war. I, yeah, I've been heavily pro-war until I saw episode 10 of Legend of Galactic Heroes. War. Not even like real war? What is it good you? for? Everything. Uh, no. <laughs> I don't think those are the words. That's, That's what the Miles song thought. I was singing before. Yeah. You hadn't heard the song correctly. <laughs> uh, this was an episode where I was just like clapping in the middle of the episode in my head. And just being like, adult topics, things adults would only care about in <laughs> anime. It was great. For for an for a show that's like mostly about space wars, I don't know. It takes a very strong it has a very strong opinion, I think, on it's just like war is bad and all the people that are sending kids off to war are also bad. <laughs> Yeah, it's like Gundam that way, but it doesn't. It's not also like, but look how cool the war is, and you yeah. know, it doesn't have I an think, annoying teen. Yeah, that it does sort of undermine it when you look at the cool robots. Mm. Yeah, well, you're like, well, they should just use these for clandestine operations. I don't know what that word means. I think it means non-violent, non-during wartime. But you know, they could just use the the Gundams to build buildings. That's true. Gundams for peace. Gundams that beat your spears into pruning hooks. Your so your <laughs> swords. Wait, swords into plowshares. It is swords into plowshares. What the fuck is a plowshare? All right. So this episode is about Yang Wenli, which I was happy about. Love seeing Yang Wenli. The Yang episodes are definitely better than everyone else's episodes. Right? I agree. I think yeah. I think I might have to agree. Yeah. But I don't understand why they also listen to classical music. Where? They like go to some dance in this episode and they're listening to classical. I was like, wait a minute, this is in the future. They should be listening to like insane techno music that's in like <laughs> All right, 11 three time. <laughs> they were they were advancing music as as we've been doing for all of history. Yeah, that's what we're and doing. And they finally <laughs> ran out of ideas. And they said, let's just go back to the originals. They said, play the hits of humanity. Yeah. Uh, so it starts with Yang Wenli is being sent back to the military academy that he came from for like an anniversary celebration. Yeah. And, but he reveals to his ward. Yeah, he, he takes a trip with his little, with his ward. What's his ward's name? Antonio? Julian. 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 So close. <laughs> uh, Julian is such like a 
What do you got? If he wasn't a ward, he would be in a boy band. Julian, huh? That's how you feel yeah. about that? Yeah, that's how I feel nah. about that. Uh, and he te- Julian is like kind of nerdy to me, I think. Kind of nerdy. Wow. Wide-ranging opinions on a name what do you, Julian. What do you think of the name Julian, Mark? I think it's fine. I think it's one of these names where some Hispanic people have it, and so you have a totally different view of it than we do. Oh, I thought I thought it was exclusively a Hispanic name. I don't think it is. That's how I feel about it. <laughs> oh, that's your feeling, is that no one else should have it. No, 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 no. I just, I've never seen it on anybody who wasn't Hispanic. Yeah, thinking about it now, do I know that? I'm like, wait a minute. The kid I went to high school with that was named that was Hispanic. So I don't know. In Spanish, it's Julian. Yes. but That's how you feel about it. You feel it should be pronounced. No, no, I think Julian is fine. I think it's, 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 I looked it up. It's also common in Germany where it would be Julian. Mm. Good Julian. You know what? There's you could probably say it in French too or something. Like there's probably a bunch of languages where they have a version of it, but it's spelled differently. Well, because you had Julius Caesar. Yeah, yep. you Julian some vegetables. What? Yeah. I think that's a word. What did you say? No, is it Julian? <laughs> no, it's... No, I think it's like you Julian some vegetables. I've okay. never heard of that, no matter what. It's Julian, a special way of cutting. Okay. It's similar to Adrian, I guess, which also is in Spanish, Adrian. But Adrian, I think, is used by more cultures. Adrian is used by Rocky when he loses the boxing fight. Okay. Uh, it's pronounced Adrian. <laughs> Miles somehow froze half of his mouth to say that. Uh, yeah, he so Yang Wenli tells Julian, he tells Julian that he's going because he wants to see his friend Jessica. Does yeah. he tell that him that? Off, it's, off well, rip? he says it's yeah, I think so. It, it it's just like he want he likes going back to his old school or whatever, his old academy, his old hometown. Or whatever. Yeah, he's like, maybe I'll see her. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll play it cool. When he gets to the airport, a bunch of paparazzi are there, like taking pictures of him and stuff. And there's like a politician there, and there's a little girl. She gives him flowers, and she's like about to cry. This little girl, and the politician is like, this little girl, her dad was killed in the war, but her dad wasn't killed in vain because the war is important, and we gotta fight the empire and blah 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 um so basically they kind of sprung this like press opportunity uh on him and made yeah, he it got look pulled like, into a campaign photo op for free and made it look like yeah it made it look like he was endorsing this candidate i felt bad for this little girl <laughs> what did they like what did they do to her why did they make her do that yeah, and he talks about how the pacifists are naive. The, the politician is like, the pacifists are naive. You can't, I don't know. He makes some kind of justification for why it's more important than ever to fight now. Um, and he says, long live the Republic. Yeah, and everybody chants with him and stuff. Um, and then later on, Yang is back in his hotel room with his boy, <laughs> With Julian. His little boy who's also a friend. <laughs> his little yeah. his child. Um <laughs> The magical boy. His his uh his mentee. Um and they're talking and they're like watching on the news and they're like, That was gross how they did that and they like exploited this little girl um for you know, to make the politician look good or whatever. It's pretty low. Um 
Yeah, and how they sprung it up on him. Now it looks like you're there to support the war, um, or you're or to, to because uh, to support the war advocate politician. And uh, but Yang didn't say anything. He should have said something. I don't know. What do you say though? Are you just like? Oh. Yeah, he was just like. Oh, he was. What just, is this? You just go. I don't. I don't necessarily support this guy. I was just on my way out of here. I guess that is what you say. But man, that would be embarrassing. <laughs> like um. Or you just be like, uh, no pictures, please. I'm just trying to. Well, like kind of what he did at the restaurant later. At the restaurant, he was like, I'm just trying to enjoy my meal with my friend. And then they just sing some patriotic anthem at him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Yang's starting to become like a celeb. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't want it. He doesn't want the fame. Um. Anyway, so then some guys come like into his hotel room to kick his ass. Um, and the fucking boy, Julian, pulls out a gun at them. Um, it's about to get real. But then Jessica, who is this pretty blonde lady, comes out and she stops them, right? And we've met her before, right, Jessica? I don't remember meeting her, but I guess so. Her, she's the one whose, like, husband dies. Yeah, uh, Jean died. Oh, the with the piano? Yeah. Oh, with the yeah, sad piano. Yeah, she's the piano lady. Aww. And, uh, yeah, and then I think Julian called the police. Yeah, the police show up. But he is smart and like because he realizes everything's like neutralized. He doesn't rat them out. He doesn't rat them out. He's like, oh, adults are drinking. You know how adults are. <laughs> I'm just a little boy. <laughs> I'm a boy. He's, he's pretty slick, Julian. Yeah. Um, By the way, I like that we, we find that these guys that broke in are Jessica's friends. And... Technically, in this moment, they are pacifists who want to beat up a warmonger. <laughs> yeah, pretty. I think uh... it's really funny. <laughs> I like. I get why you're mad, but like, you can't be like, "We're all about pacifism." They're like, "The ends justify the means." I'm gonna beat the shit out of the war. I think you got to show some ends. <laughs> um, um. So Jessica's like, "Hey, man, you can't just endorse the politician. You can't do what you did today. You can't just sit there and endorse a politician or seem like you are." And uh, she talks about her own anti-war candidate. Um, Thorndike. Thorndike. And uh, yeah, that, she's like, when you showed up and did that, it just like bolstered yeah. that guy's chances and our candidate is like not going to win now. Yeah, I didn't write anything else about that conversation. The next thing I have here is he went out to dinner with Julian. Um, and Julian's like, can you afford this place? And he's like, I used to come here all the time in college, which doesn't answer the question, but... <laughs> Because he's like, I think he's, he mentions that it's pretty affordable. He yeah. said the price hasn't changed, but yeah, yeah, it also makes you wonder like, does this food suck? Is it just all about ambiance over here? It probably um, sucks, yeah. And then the waiter comes up to him and is like, hey, those girls over at the bar want your autograph. And at first he's like, nah, I'm just trying to enjoy my dinner. But then he's like, oh, come on. And so then he's like, all right, fine. And so he signs the autograph and then they dim the lights in the restaurant and they all and everybody in the restaurant starts singing a patriotic song and it's really weird and i think it's the free planets alliance national anthem and then they leave because <laughs> they're like uh, i didn't i didn't want to be the spotlight here if um, people in a restaurant started singing the national anthem i too would leave the restaurant because that's weird like everybody like they dim the lights and everyone just starts singing miles next together. time we're all in a restaurant i'm fucking singing it these colors do not run. Miles. Next time I go to karaoke, I know what I'm picking. The best thing, yeah, the best thing to do in karaoke is cue up the Star Spangled Banner. And then when it comes on, you stand 
fully erect and you salute and you yell at everyone else. You make them take their hats off. It's the right thing to do. And then, yeah. And so then, um, I don't know. Yang and, Je- Yang and Jessica are talking again about the anti-war candidate. I don't know. They're they're, ta- they're reminiscing on they're their, off somewhere. Yeah, they're and, talking about their academy days. And, and then her, the HQ, her HQ, the pacifist HQ blows up. Wait, but that's they were gonna kiss before it exploded. Okay, just saying. Well, they, did. they were going to kiss. Gonna, yeah, they were going to kiss his dead friend's girlfriend. Oh, oh, right. There was like a story there where he was like, oh, yeah, you know, I was going to take you. I was I that he asked her to dance. But then the other guy was like more into her. So he backed off. And he and sucked like, at dancing. He, yeah. He backed off because his dancing was so bad that his friend was like, mind if I cut in? And yeah. Then she's he like, why didn't you. stepping on her foot over and over again. <laughs> she was like, why didn't you pursue? And what's funny is he and never she, was like, I didn't say I really gave a shit about you. I just right. was dancing. Well, what I. I, what I don't like <laughs> is that she told him she's like, you know, if only if you would have asked me to dance again, I would have said yeah. Basically, she kind like she made it sound like you had a chance and you blew it. And I don't think that you should do that to people. You shouldn't do that, especially if you then dated their friend and their friend died. Yeah, I don't know. Like that's kind of disrespectful to the friend, but also like now you're just instilling potentially. It's like you're on purpose trying to instill regret in someone by saying like you had a chance with me back then and you blew it. You it's know, also like, like we could have been together. Maybe I would have married you instead of my Ex- husband. Exactly. Yeah, it's weird. Maybe my marriage was a sham. Yeah. She's like, maybe I'd still have a husband if I married <laughs> you. <laughs> but they go to kiss, and Yang looks like he's gonna lean in too. But there's an explosion. Well, he definitely likes her. Jessica we thinks. Like each other thinks that a bomb that a bomb may have that explosion may have been near her, her campaign's headquarters and it she was does. yeah but yes. she but she wins with 80 percent of the vote is the so so the the, the it ends up uh well interestingly does it kill the, guy? the candidate dies yeah he's dead he, he dies what's interesting is then like some some news people ask yang like do you think that was uh they ask him like do you think that was from the other party that did that and Yang is like, yeah, I do. Which I thought was interesting. I thought he'd be like, Which no, is no like, comment, that, I am an official. Yeah, that would have, that would have, I don't know, I feel like that would have just been a thing in the in the news. The news would have taken that and ran with it. Like, can you believe this guy is throwing out he's accusations? He's a vice admiral and he's yeah. agreeing. But then Jessica runs instead of Thorndike and she wins with 80% of the vote. So this is the most reactive voting base that i've ever seen that they were like we were gonna like vote for the pacifist guy but then this admiral endorsed the other guy by standing there and then you know what we overwhelmingly voted for the nice lady because all her friends died but good (laughs) for her good for her and you know she's she is not yang's only prospect because he seems to have a thing going with his boss's like daughter yeah, what's what's the name there? Greenwood or something? Greenhill. Green yeah, Frederica and, and his, Greenhill. Yeah, and she's like his chief of staff or something like that. Yeah, know. he he probably should not go that route, but you know the so thing it's about it's either to shit where he eats or to his friend's dead his dead friend's wife. 
who's also now it gets complicated because she just won an election. So she's a politician. She's an anti-war politician and he's a war. Well, I guess the thing is, if the whole nation is at war and they imply in this episode, no, that the episode 12, that like everybody is working for war. Like this is going to happen. You know, if everyone's involved, they're all going to be part of the state apparatus. And you're going to shit where you eat. The thing that's good about shitting where you eat is you don't have to travel. That's true. (laughs) Yeah. If you live in a bathroom. Yeah. You got to order in though. Hmm. It depends. You know, it's. You definitely shouldn't do it. When I worked in a mall. You shouldn't do it. The closest bathroom to our back of house was the bathrooms behind the food court. And they were some of the most disgusting bathrooms I've ever seen. And our first uh, week you're or so, this literally. <laughs> and the first week or so, I am taking it literally. The first week or so, one of our my coworkers referred to them as the saw bathrooms, oh, uh, no. and that name stuck for the entire time that I was there. That's good. Have you guys had any jobs where everyone dates each other? That same like job is like that. Incestuous yeah. jobs. Retail oh, okay. is yeah. I thankfully have not. Miles, have you dated this coworkers? Job, have I dated coworkers? I don't think you have, have you? I don't think I have. Uh, at this job, people have like gotten married, and like there's at least one couple that met at this job and has a kid now. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, there's multiple couples at my job now, and and honestly, the newspaper was very incestuous too. Whoa! Breaking news: We slept together. Yeah, a lot of reporters date each other. In the gossip column, it's just. What happened at the office? Yeah. <laughs> Getting scoops. All right. But nobody's boss, you know? That's not okay. Yeah, that's weird. Nobody's like, boss's daughter. I think I think it, it is complicated, but if you're just like the mayor of a town or whatever she is, like the admiral of the army doesn't tell you what to do, you know? No, it's not yeah, a conflict. It's not a conflict of interest. Yeah. It's not gross with the, the only gross thing is that it's his friend's his dead friend's wife. That's biblical. You're supposed to I think it would make her look do that. hypocritical maybe if she's I guess it depends on what his what he does, you know. Yeah. I mean cuz she's a passive like a pacifist dating a like high-ranking war hero yes. is It would look bad for him. Mostly. It would look well, bad for, for her. Too, it would yeah. look bad for both of them, unless they were like, unless he comes out like, I'm a pacifist as well. Like I've seen war, and I don't think we should be doing it. You know, yeah. which he should because I think that's what he believes. You know, he wants his war to end, and like, I think from his point of view, there's like no reason for it not to end now. It's just that they want to keep it going, right? Well, they, like go, they, go, they go into and it. The... He gets another voice from the other side that I think is probably the main reason why he does stay with it and doesn't go, I'm an admiral who's quitting. Okay, well, let's talk about episode two. Well, I just wanted to say episode 11. Um, okay, episode 11. But the town of Ternoisen that she wins office in, Ternoisen is named after a town in the Netherlands. Oh. And I still think they should listen to like fucking crazy disco drum and bass music in, in the, the future. future at these dances. I mean, it's a it's like a military academy How dance. How far in the future? I forget because they like reset their calendars and it's, shit. It's not like 2002 or something. 
No, I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's like because there's there's like their universal timeline and there's you know what I mean. What are they listening to in 2002? I thought it was funny how Nickelback, like, probably. A lot of a lot of like the stuff that takes place in the future that was like made in like the 70s or whatever is like the year 2000, <laughs> the year 2020. And it's like we're here and it's not. It's I'm sorry, it's 2801. Okay. Um and then add a few hundred years to that. Why? Cuz 2801 is when the a new galactic federation was formed. Okay. Oh, and 400 years. So at some point, it's the year 3,273. So it goes pretty far in the future. I think you're allowed to go like, what would have been 90? Over a thousand years into the future. You can do that. Yeah. Lost in space being like 50 years from now, we'll have a whole family with a robot living near the moon. <laughs> like you're dumb. You got to go far, <laughs> far away. Yeah. They're still listening to Beethoven though. Yeah. Cowards. They should be listening to Vanessa Carlton. Yeah, they should be making their way down uh, system down I don't know. I can't figure it out. System of a Down is another (laughs) 2002 band. That's probably I think Toxicity is 2001. (laughs) Certainly in the air though. (laughs) Making my way down orbit. I don't know. Something. I'll work on it. Okay, so episode 11. This is the one with some fancy people drama. There's this woman, Lady B. I just, I wrote down Lady B is her name. Her name is Benemunda. Benemunda. Which is a mistranslation of Penemunda, which is a German city and island. Pene vodka? (laughs) Penemunda. It's an (laughs) island city. It's in the Baltic Sea, but it's owned by Germany. That's cool. Looks like it just has an ugly ass factory. She's jealous of Anna Rose because of Anne Rose because Frederick the fourth yep. liked her. Well, she, he was supposed to be with Lady B. Benedmunda. Benadryl. Benadryl. <laughs> Lady Benadryl. Um he was supposed to be with her or something, but then he kind of left. He set her aside for Anna Rose. I also zoned out and wasn't sure if it was like that he was with her and then changed his mind. And also, how old was he when he started well, dating 15 year old? He's old, she, but he's powerful. All these women are younger than him. I think the deal is he was with her and then he moved on to an even younger person who I think was like 15 when he met her. So. Yeah. A uh, little bit weird. Yeah, and so she has this plot. I didn't take great notes here, but she has some plot to get revenge on this girl. Who's uh, Reinhardt's sister. Right, which, like, why do you... You should... It's not her fault. <laughs> like, blame the guy. I don't yeah. know. But anyway, she wants to get revenge, and so there's these guys who are there to help her, but that they... They're pretty skeptical of this whole thing. They're like, I don't know what they're trying to stop. Like, it's like trying to stop the sunset when it's already set. Like the the sun already set. You can't stop the sunset. You know. Yeah, he he uses metaphor twice in a row. Yeah. But he's like, she's trying to 
Recall the sun after it has set. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, the brother Reinhardt, right? Her brother and and Reinhard. Reinhard, he gets a letter that says she's in danger. I don't know from who. Maybe one of the guys. I I think at some point don't they mention the other lady countess that they're like cool with that we saw at the Klopstock incident? Oh, okay. I think they mention her, but she doesn't she doesn't show up in the episode. Um meanwhile, there's some guys who are trying to they're talking about the recapture plan of the fortress because or whatever, whatever it is. And I don't know, it's not a fortress. Whatever. They're 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 big they're like dome. It is a fortress. It's a fortress. Easter alone, yeah. Yeah, so they're like, how do we recapture it? Um, so they're kind of talking about that. But meanwhile, Anne Rose is kidnapped. Lady B puts poison in her drink right in front of her, which I thought was like, I don't know, scary. <laughs> and just like, why? Um, and her plan is like, you're, we're going to poison you. Your body is going to be found next to a commoner and you'll be labeled a slut. For cheating They're gonna on. drug her and then have her wake up next to some random dude. I don't, I don't think it's wake up. I think it's she. They kill her and then make it uh, look like she died with this guy, and she's gonna be like naked and stuff. That and makes sense. So then she'll she'll her reputation will be tarnished. She'll be dead. So she can't speak for herself. This is stupid too because they would just think that this guy just poisoned her. I don't know what they would think, but um. And then this, and then the, what's his name? Frederick will be like, oh, how, you know, I don't have a girl anymore and she was a slut and I should have never separated from Lady Benamundi. Benamunda, whose name is Susana, but they pronounced it Shusana. Oh, Shoshana. I don't get that. She Jewish? Maybe. Shoshana. It's not great representation for my people. people. Oh. I reject that. I reject Rubinsky for being a conniving merchant planet guy. Miles, I've decided you were right. What? Rubinsky is a negative <laughs> Jewish stereotype. <laughs> Rubinsky is what, the neutral guy? The supposedly neutral guy. Okay. I forgot about this theory. It's your theory. I'm going to look this up <laughs> if, this, if this name is considered Jewish because I just don't think about it. But it's like Rubin, I think of as Jewish. But yes, I he I think back. of as Polish or Russian. I have to go back and see what I said. Was I like, he's a Jew? <laughs> I think you asked me, how do you feel about it? And I was like, uh. Um, anyway, so her brother, and Rose's brother, Reinhardt, and one of his friends go and they rescue her um, before uh, Lady B can well, it's, execute her plan. It's Kirchheis. It's the other blonde guy that I always have to be like, that's not Reinhard. Oh. I think it's Oscar von Royenthal. Yeah, it's either Royenthal or Mittermeier. Yeah, Mittermeier as well. And then later, Oberstein shows up as well. Every time Oberstein shows up, I'm like, I think of him popping out those eyes. <laughs> you thought that he'd show up and do that to distract everyone, just his eyeballs rolling around on the ground. And he also just has like really weird energy. He he is scaring the hose if you bring him he's around. Like, yeah, he's unsettling. It's a scary and guy, it's but not he... because of his disability. <laughs> but <it laughs> thank is. you, Miles. Let's not offend everybody <laughs> this episode. Um. Yeah, there's a fun little you know James Bond sort of 
action here because this woman's plot is the dumbest thing possible. And she was also fucked because uh, I think Baron von Flagel or whatever his name is, Flagel, kind of tipped people off. Like, I think that's how they ended up finding out about this because he told his friend, he's like, he says something like, we need to do this, but also we need to make sure everyone knows that it was her fault because he doesn't trust her either. And so I wonder if that's how they knew in advance. Anyway, yeah, so the, so the dudes show up, the Kirchheis, Royenthal, and Mittermeier roll up. They got their blasters. It's fun to see Kirchheis get action. I mean, I'm always happy to see that. I think he zaps I a like dude. him. Zaps a dude. They, they zap some dudes. They they do some, you know, they split up and focus on different guys. And they get up there, and Benamunda has a knife to the throat of uh, Queen Anne Rose. And uh, they make the... Uh, her and her mercenary guys make all the names I said before put down their guns and it looks like they're going to get away with it but then someone cuts the power and they're able to uh, zap the dudes and get Anne Rose to be dropped. Lady Benemunda escapes in a car and we see that the person who cut the lights was Oberstein, the shifty guy with robot eyes who was like Hey, Reinhard, I hate the Empire. Let's topple it together. And Reinhard was like, all right, we're friends for now. Uh, and then I was just going to go straight to when they tell her she has to die. Is that what's next? I didn't write. It. I basically was just like, and then she fucking drinks poison. <laughs> they re- yeah, they rescue they the friend and then poison. and then they're going to sentence her to death. And then she just is like, fuck you guys. And she drinks some poison and then she tries to throw it up. Yeah, she sticks her fingers in her throat. It's This is a really gnarly scene where they're like, you are sentenced to death, but because the king is fond of you, you may kill yourself and he will go to your funeral. <laughs> he will go to your funeral. And, but, and she's like, no, I just need to talk to the king. It's that stupid woman. And I was like, oh, I think she has like mental health problems. Like they should actually, I mean, they're not going to rehabilitate. They don't do that in their fake medieval sci-fi land, but like you shouldn't just kill this person. And she goes over to Reinhardt and uh, spits in his face. She killed herself, by the way, Mark, so... What? It's her fault. She kills herself. She does not really kill herself. That's true. (laughs) They... She slaps Reinhardt. He's not happy, but he doesn't do anything else. Uh, She spits on him. Yeah, she spits on him. And then they just force her to drink, like, half the cup. Uh, And it's extremely fast-acting poison. I think they just gave her fucking Drano or something uh, and she dies there again it's like you know for this show it's graphic you know would not think of like seeing an anime where someone gives you poison and then you're like <laughs> gotta cough it up uh, but she dies and it's from Star Crusher just like the Klopstock incident and it's just nobles wiling out rip rip seems hard to be the king but also, yeah, how old was he? He took the throne at like 29. Then he's like messing around with different women. And then he seems to take Anne Rose in when she's 15. How, how, how'd that work? <laughs> he just loves babes, literal babes. This is why his family was like, we have to go back to old German style. They just wanted to date teenagers. Bunch of freaks. Supposed to have an advanced society in space in the future. Uh, did you guys hate that episode? Did you think it was the weakest? It was 
was I did. Fine. All right. Uh, I liked it. And then we're on to episode I also 12. liked Kierkeis, though. I agree with you, Mark. It's nice. I like that little red-haired boy. <laughs> I hope he gets to kiss his friend one day. <laughs> That's who it would be. That's who he would kiss. Yeah. Would you feel betrayed if they started to like very heavy-handedly shove like a female love interest in his face? Would you be like, no? Yes. Well, isn't he supposed to kind of like Anne Rose? Is that him? Oh, yeah. yeah. I guess there's yeah, a little bit of that. That can't happen. No. Yeah. She's no, he good. likes the blonde kid. Yeah. So how does episode 12 start? Because my first note is Joanne LaBello. My first note is the computer is down. Yeah, they didn't quite nail how technology is going to work in the future. Yeah. Like, systems do go down, but I don't think we're going to have an advanced society. This happened in Dirty Pair, too. The computer that runs everything broke. Yeah, but this is supposed to be even more advanced, I think. I don't remember when Dirty Pair is that. But they're, because they're all just like nonchalantly like, ah, the computer's down. We need four hours to get traffic running again. Like, even now, if we had a computer, we'd be like, holy shit, who the fuck did this? <laughs> who could have brought this down? It's supposed to have 10 times redundancy or something, you know? But they didn't know about that. They were like, somebody did a oopsie between the wires, and now cars don't know where to go. <laughs> and we're seeing it's a, it's a bunch of army officers trying to get to a meeting. It's Yang Wenli, it's Sithole, um other dudes and while they're like getting out of the car because everything's stopped they run into a man whose english name in the subtitles is joanne labello <laughs> but in katakana his name is uh yoan or joan uh, and some people on the guinea think that it's supposed to be joao because, uh, is he brazilian yes i think the subtitle said that too it was like yeah which would be joie joie or joao uh, Rebe- and like Ribeiro. Rebello is what I read. Yeah, both of those are common names in Brazil. Like if you met someone named Joao Rebello, it would not be remarkable down there. Yeah, look, um, I think it's cool that High Dive exists, you know, that there's a bunch of different anime streaming options out there, but... Uh, Drag them, Mark. High Dive really took a nosedive on us while we were watching this, and it's happened before, where an error randomly pops up and goes, uh, system maintenance, we're, do- we're doing system maintenance for... 30 seconds at a time uh, in the middle of the night. It's like, no, guys, your your fucking player is bugging out and you're not telling us what it is. Uh, I tweeted at him. But they say? Nothing. Yes. Cowards. Don't they know that you're the co-host of a anime nope. podcast? <laughs> Notable anime podcast? I was going to yeah. say popular, but... Uh... <laughs> they high dove under their beds and hid from us. Um, so I may have missed the high dive translations for some of these names. Um, yeah. So he's like an outspoken guy. He's mad at some public servant that's there. And Sithole seems to know him and is like, ha ha, how are you? Wow, 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 wow. Um, and they talk and then they all agree that they should call a helicopter to a nearby park. And they get the helicopter from the park. And they go to this meeting, right? Yeah, it's like the high council meeting or something. I didn't really take many notes here. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, they're going to, oh, it is literally called the High Council. Good call. Mm -hmm. They're all talking about, you know, Easter Loan Fortress is down. We could go into Empire Territory. Um, and they're like, maybe we should sign a peace treaty. But then, uh, and it seems like a bunch of them are like pro-peace. But then the Supreme Chairman, Royal Sanford, is like, hey, but guys, our approval rating is down and we're just going to get unelected. So if we go forward with the war, like people will be excited and happy and we'll stay in office. And one of them, maybe Huang Ri, is like, wait, we can't, or is it Yang Wenli? I don't know who it is, but someone's like, wait a minute, we can't go to war just to keep our, our votes. And the one woman in the scene is like, haha, you're so naive. I forget her name. Uh, and so they end up approving going like to invade the empire. Yeah. Um, and uh, at some point Yang Wenli is sitting with Green Hill and Yang's like well this is such a stupid idea how the hell are we going to invade the empire I think the woman literally says even if every citizen dies we must do it because their argument is that the empire is like is pure evil and it's their it's their responsibility to, to free all of the people suffering under it from its rule right yeah, it's like incredible to think about like, oh yeah, we've been saying this forever. Like America has just been saying this. And like, because you, you hear this and like my brain immediately goes to like the Iraq war. Uh-huh. Mm. But like, oh yeah, this came out before then. And it's like, well, we also went to Vietnam and we went to Korea and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so very, very funny. Uh, not a lot of uh, American politicians are watching Legend of the Galactic Hero, you know? No. And, and... I initially thought this was like a heavy-handed portrayal of politics, but then I thought about it and like like real life politics is, is maybe even stupider than this. <laughs> it's it's a mix. It feels like yeah, maybe publicly they'd say they'd be a little more eloquent and they drag it out more. I don't know. Yeah, but there are times where someone is just saying the quiet part out loud and you're like, "What?" Yeah. Except was... they'd be talking about like woke half. We we have to invade them because they're too woke. Yeah. Like it'd be dumber. <laughs> that's yeah, that's each side of our politics. One is like they're too mean to to women, so we must bomb them. And the other side is like they're inventing new genders. They must be um what is it? Expunged, exiled. One of those words. It's cool. Murdered. Politics. Uh so Yang Wenli's like, this is stupid. And this guy, Andrew Fork, is how it was subtitled oh, yeah. the, on our the end. The name Fork is great to me. It's apparently supposed to be Falk. Okay. Which makes way more sense. But Fork, fuck, Mr. Fork. Fucking Johnny Forks over here <laughs> is like, what do you mean, stupid? And Green Hill is like, Yang, this is the man who drafted the invasion plan. Uh, and then they go to like discuss the plans. And nobody actually seems to have concrete plans. And they're like, Mr. Forks, what is your plan? And he's like, we go all the way far in there and we look for an opening. And they're like, what? Uh, like, I, yeah, it's basically to overwhelm them with numbers because he wants to bring 30 million men. Yeah. And at one point, someone is like, oh, we're doing like a raid. Like, we're just going in there, but not attacking and then pulling out to show. And he's like, no, we're just going to look for something. It's like, what? You're going to just make a plan on the fly because you noticed something? That's 
terrible. You should do recon, I say. Um, and yeah, um, towards the end of this, yeah, Sithole is talking to Yang Wenli because Sithole is like pretty high up there. I, I don't remember what exactly his rank is, but he's like a very high ranking military guy. And he's telling Yang, like, listen, after this, I'm retiring or I'll be voted out or whatever. He's like, I'm hoping you can just like get higher and then you can actually help end the war from a higher position. And Yang is like, fuck. <laughs> you can tell <laughs> Yang's my favorite face of Yang is just when his eyebrows are down and he's like, shit, like this sucks. <laughs> um, Cause yeah, he tells Andrew Forks, he's like, that plan is crazy. Like, what are the odds? We're just going to lose. And he's like, yeah, you just did an impossible mission. And I really want a Yang to be like, yeah, that should not have worked. And I, <laughs> I went on that mission because I was forced to. Uh, but, you know, characters never say all the things you wish they'd say. Um, so, yeah. Sithalea was he is like, forced to, though? He wasn't forced to. He was. How was he forced? They told him, though, like, you are going to take 20 shitty dudes and go capture Easter Lone Fortress. That's not forced. That's forced. That's How his job. He's commanded. What's the difference between forced and commanded? That's his job. He could have quit at any time. I think that's called deserting, isn't it? So what's wrong with that? You what happens in trouble? What happens if you desert? You get like you could get executed. No, you can't. Yes, you can. What? All right, fine. Remember, it's they did that with o with, sucks. with Oberstein. They were going to put him in jail, or maybe they could. You know, he was getting court-martialed for deserting, and he's just a little fucking guy. All I guess it'd be right. bad to kill an admiral, but. They don't desert normally. Um, yeah, so they're like, this sucks, but we got to do it because people voted us in and that's what our council voted on. And uh, Yang is like, is democracy good? He doesn't quite say <laughs> that, but he's just like, one side is just a bunch of like dictators like ruling over a family line. And then we're, we're voted in, but we don't know how to form a government and stuff. He's like, I don't know if that's any better. Um, which episode, by the way, we skipped where like the fascist group shows up and beats up a dude. Was that in episode 10? It happened in 10, but they also show up in 12 for some reason. I just, the fascist group like is a part of the show. Like the show's very, like it's not very outlandish in its portrayals of like, like the politics and the military and stuff like that, except like these fascist guys wear like BDSM outfits. Yeah, they're a little, yeah, <laughs> it's a lot. They look like, um, they don't quite look like the Foot Clan from Ninja Turtles, but they, they, they kind of do. Yeah, they're very cartoonish. But the way they function makes sense. It's like for the right wing parties, they have these like unofficial goons who will do things in a very violent way. Yeah. Um, Where were they on January 6th? I know where they were. Um, but it's like, it's just so strange to me because I'm like, if you guys are fascists like this, why don't you just go to the fucking empire? Like, you've got a whole fucking kingdom of people, but it's like, no, they can't do this shit in the empire. They'd be hanged or something. But it's just like, why would you be this way when you're fighting against, I don't know. Uh, I bet there's tons of real world analogs. But moving on. Uh, then we go to Fezon, the trading planet that's like supposed to be neutral, but it's actually an empire territory. 
Uh, Fezzan is probably a reference to a region of Libya, um, which was a uh, trading area between two larger powers back in the Roman Empire days. Um, but we just see that like they have representatives from the Empire and from the Free Planet Alliance, and they talk to Rubinsky, who runs the Fezzan planet, and he's like, hey, uh, you're about to get invaded, Mr. Empire guy. And the Empire guy's like, why are you telling me this? And he's like, technically, we're your territory. But I'm guessing he's the type of dude who's just going to, you know, rob Peter to pay Paul. No, that's not the right answer. He's going to tell Peter about Paul and Paul about Peter if it'll benefit him. <laughs> he's all about playing both sides. Yeah. As long as he profits. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much how episode 12 ends, but I I did some uh, cross-checking to figure out like if there were new voice connections with some of these people, and there are some interesting heavy hitters in the voice cast from these episodes. Uh, the wacky lady Susanna is voiced by a woman whose name I forgot, but she did the voice for Taichi, who is the main character in Digimon. And I just love that. There's like a lot of roles for old women in anime where they just play like a boy mm-hmm. of something <laughs> like Japanese Goku, um, Pikachu, the Digimon boy, just old ladies. It's also very sad to look up the actors from this show because a lot of them die. Aww. Because of the Empire or the Republic? Because uh, the Empire and uh, time. The voice of Andrew Falk or Forks in this episode is played by Furuya Toru. And he also voiced Saint Seiya, like Seiya from Saint Seiya, Sabo from One Piece, Tuxedo Mask or Mamoru Chiba however you want to call him, Yamcha from Dragon Ball, and Amuro Ray from Gundam. <laughs> wow. He, like, s- still voices so Amuro. Yeah, I just think it's so weird that, like, he was Amuro Ray in 79, and then, like, eight years later, they're like, do you want to play this, like, young upstart guy in the Free Planets Alliance in a different space show? And he was like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he- he's very prolific, and he's still around. Toshiko Fujita played Shushana Benamunda and Taichi from Digimon. Good job. And because she's like an older woman who was a voice actor in the 70s and 80s, probably like a ton of anime mice and dogs and shit. <laughs> That's just my guess. <laughs> This That's is my this... laugh for when I'm your sidekick on your talk show. Yeah, this is a new bit you're doing, and I don't even think that I included the bit where you explained that, because it was like right oh, really? before we started the episode. Yeah. Miles is trying to get a sidekick laugh down. <laughs> yeah, I feel like overall with the show, it's like, it's all good, and I enjoy what we watch, but I'm still like, man, that's a lot of anime. There's yeah. a lot to watch. There's some snoozers, too. We've seen some snoozers. Yeah, I kind of wish, because I know they do some Gaiden series, and I do kind of wish some of that was off to the side. Like, I enjoy yeah. them, but it's so long that I'm like, I would love to watch this many episodes and see. I mean, I guess we do see some big arcs, but I don't know. Also, it's like, Guineapedia here is really helpful with some of the 
extra details, but like every article is just a landmine because you open it. First of all, they say was for everybody, which I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Maybe they just don't know. They're all dead. Maybe. Um, But then they'll also be like, until episode 80, when he was involved with the plot to blow up. And I'm like, no, 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 don't look, run away. But I got to know what towns in Europe everybody's named after. So everyone's just named after towns in Europe? Towns in Europe and Libya and leaders from around the world. It's fun. I'm going to make a show where everyone's named after towns from New Jersey. Oh, yeah. Do they General keep their... General Weehawken. They keep their money in a red bank? Yeah. <laughs> Some names that people do name their kids. I think Hudson people use. Yeah. Trenton people use. I think. Really? I feel like they could if they wanted to. My I've heard the name. Camden. I've heard the first name Trenton. Cam- Camden I've heard of, yeah. Camden, oof. Never Camden. And uh, I'm naming our first male child South Orange. Huh. A, a lot of like the son names are in, so like there's probably a kid out there named Patterson. Yeah, because the yeah, son no son names are in Jackson. Yeah. Do we have a Jackson? No. There's got to be a Jackson, New Jersey. There is a Jackson, New Jersey. Okay. Hell yeah. Like down the shore. Whoa. Uh, Perth Amboy, that's a popular name this year. Uh-huh. Is that Jersey, by the way, Perth Amboy? It is. Okay, hell yeah. I always confuse Pearl River and Tom's River. There's, how many rivers do people have to name after who owns them? Well, Pearl and Tom are both names as well. Yeah, in like an 1800s book. Well, Tom Tom is, time, is classic. Tom is timeless and time is Tomless. And Pearl River is <laughs> not in New Jersey. Yes, exactly. That's okay. the confusing thing. River, people also name their kids River, but rivers are not exclusive. River is everywhere, yeah. <laughs> rivers are not exclusive to New Jersey. What if you named a child Wild Woody? Like, you named him Woody, but then sometimes he's wild, and you could be like, that's Wild Wood. You know? You could. You could do that. All right. Uh, I, I can't think of anything funnier. I think we... <laughs> than Wild Woody. Well, anything else we've said is on the same level. Like, there's there's nothing funnier than than the mediocrity we've put out. Uh, this is why people don't email us anymore. Because <laughs> we're doing all the best jokes. <laughs> Do you guys have any stray thoughts about these episodes? Stray thoughts. Is it is this the end of season one for this show or whatever? No, we- it's not. It goes to twenty six. Okay, but this is where we're no longer watching anymore. For now, yeah. For now. For now. Who knows? I don't know what the future holds. Okay. Someone at work today told me that they had a friend apply for a government job. And the government job is like, do you think you'd ever smoke marijuana in the future? (laughs) And the person was like, well, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen in my life. Like, I've never done that. But, you know, what if I'm on a desert island or I get sick? And I was like, this person's stupid as hell. Just (laughs) deny. Just say no. Just man. Everybody else who works in the government said, no, never. I'm on the straight and narrow. And then they got drunk with their finger on the missile button or whatever. They're going to do it. This reminds me of that Reddit post that I was reading where someone was like, uh, their boyfriend was mad at them because they said, because the boyfriend wanted them to say like that they would never, ever cheat on them. And they were like, well, I don't, I don't know what I'm ever going to (laughs) do. 
<laughs> like, I don't think so. Like, I think it's unlikely, but anything's possible. I need to read this to figure out what the context was to even bring that up. But yeah, I these, think these are person, two very stupid people. I think this person just doesn't believe in saying that they'll never do something. Even, they think the worst thing in life is when you go, I'll never do it. And then you do it. And someone's like, what? But you promise. <laughs> Who cares? Like, Listen, I don't know. In the right circumstances, like anybody could cheat. That's what they were saying. What if it's I like, think you this died? Is, this is not reassuring. What if your it's partner. like, it's like a uh, castaway <laughs> and I didn't know that you were alive. There you go. See, that's a, that's a reason. You don't need to say this shit. Just say, I wouldn't do it. I'm a good person. Yeah. I have values. This has. Yeah. Nothing to do with Legend of the Galactic Heroes. Uh, it's all related. Next week to th- we're watching Castaway, though. That is true. We're, we're commissioning <laughs> and producing a Castaway anime with all of your Patreon <laughs> money. Uh, and guess who's playing the Tom Hanks role? Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be honest. We actually uh, fronted the money on that one, and we need a lot more Patreon supporters to. Make some of our debts back. We told him, like, we're a small team. If you could take a smaller salary, that would be useful. Uh, He did not. We got him down to 12 million. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone said that was a good deal, but um, I don't know. I miss having a house. So look for that. Next week's podcast will be about We Don't Know Yet. You can feel free to tell us on Twitter what to watch. We are at JJBpod. Again, you can go to patreon.com slash jjbpod to give us money and force the issue. You can tell us what to watch for a one-time $15 donation. Uh, we also have a Discord if you want to be even more direct. Uh, there is an invitation to join the JoJo's Bizarre Podcast Discord. Started by a listener, but we're in there because we don't have anything else going on. That's in the description of this episode. I think I said that. So let's get out of here. And remember... If you're a pacifist, you can't talk with your fists. Mm, you have to you have to pass the fist. You got to go past the fist. Mm, freedom is free doom. <laughs> talk to you next week. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Peace. <laughs> oh, that's good.